Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Praise be the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Welcome to another episode of Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Father James Gross joining you here from the uh, very uh, summer-like, late summer location of the Grand Cities. And I'm joined, as always, by my classmate and brother priest of the Diocese of Fargo, Father Jason Leffer. Good morning. Good morning, Father Gross. Hey, we, two weeks in a row. Who, who, would, who would think that these airwaves could handle us two weeks in a row? <laughs> it's, it's almost too much of a good thing. I said almost... <laughs> Please, please keep that in mind. And as always, it is a delight to be with you in the studio, and I always look forward to this. So, uh, We've got a wonderful morning coming up with uh, telling you about a whole bunch of great things happening in our area, some great uh, interviews on the way, and today happens to be a pretty important day in the church. It is the feast day of the Apostle and Evangelist, St. Matthew. So um, uh, we are breaking out our red vestments again, again today for that feast day. So are we, uh, does that mean that we're supposed to be merciful towards all tax collectors today? Is that the, and, and are we supposed to pray for the IRS? I don't know. What, what does it mean, Father Gross? <laughs> <laughs> I could say something about them needing <clears throat> prayers, but let's just move well, on. <laughs> it, but it is amazing, you know, that God loves everybody, doesn't he? He even loves absolutely, tax collectors. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just uh, starting to watch uh, the series The Chosen in the very first episode in the first season Matthew is one of the main characters showing his life beforehand and so it's uh, how is it how is it program striking you as you're watching is it is it pretty inspiring as you just getting into it yeah yeah it's engaging and you know i think i i came into it thinking to myself it didn't have to be a completely literal sort of retelling you know like only things that are explicitly spelled out in the scriptures or what they're going to talk about and so i think that they're doing a respectful job of bringing in backstory of the various disciples you know kind of the um putting flesh on the bones yeah 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 sort of the um uh, the, the the maneuverings and the plans of Simon Peter and you know various things like that and so it really is kind of making you think. So you well, know. based on the response of uh, people around the world, obviously they're, they're 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 doing some kind of a good job for the imagination, but pe- people really glom onto this. They're Very really highly acclaimed. So, yes, yeah. I think they're already in the third season, perhaps even the fourth. So and yeah, completely crowdfunded of all things, and ah, the, the okay. writers strike and stuff. They didn't shut down because the people are supporting it, and so it's kind of a grassroots thing so sure yeah. enough sure enough well before we start with our first interview father if you could do the honors of leading us with an open absolutely today <clears throat> in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen. amen god our father in heaven we thank you we praise you we worship you we adore you we glorify you heavenly father may we be your great glory we call upon the intercession of saint matthew the apostle and evangelist especially for uh, the real presence uh, radio station and broadcast uh, throughout all of these uh, uh, states and provinces the 2.5 million listeners that this day uh, heavenly father you send your spirit lord and giver of life into their hearts their minds their imaginations their memories that they may be elevated and lifted up into your divine spirit and Father, that these, these words and this broadcast would go out to inspire, to fill, to 
draw people to Christ in your great glory. And we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. In the name Amen. of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Just one more thing to mention quickly about St. Matthew. One of the things that we as priests think about is that his gospel begins with that uh, verbal obstacle course of the uh, genealogy. And uh, a lot of people, you know, marvel over those names. And <laughs> there, are, there are some doozies in there <laughs> that we need to pronounce when that gospel comes up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think, too, like as, as, as Catholics, we're always kind of like, well, what's this about? But if you understand our Judeo-Christian heritage, you come to realize what's going on there is saying, well, the generations, it's not just by blood, but it's by the divine spirit. And so it's very important to know both. Yeah. Grace builds on nature. What's, what's the nature of where? the human nature where Christ came from, and right. the divine nature. So. And through the incarnation, the Son of God entered into what is a pretty messy history. These people are not all Hall of Fame members, you might say, and Ooh. yet uh, God enters Ooh. into it. That's a key word, Hall of Fame. I yes, wonder, yes, well, maybe. because we're going to be hearing about a certain Hall of Fame in just a moment as we uh, swing south of the border and visit with our first guest here uh, from Aberdeen, South Dakota, Rick Klein. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Well, thank you, fathers. Uh, I'm glad to be on this morning from Aberdeen, South Dakota. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. Um, are you uh, a native of that area, or did you come uh, to the job uh, from, from other places? No, actually, I'm born and raised, and I'm an alum. I, uh, I graduated from Ron Colley a long time ago. We had our 40th uh, class reunion this summer, so I've been working for Ron Colley for about the last five years. I was an educator, and then I also worked at Presentation College for a little while. So I, uh, I've been I've been involved in education, in Catholic education, uh, all my life, basically. Well, how about, can you, uh, for those of us who are not in the know, let's start with some basic stuff like, yes. who is Ron Colley, for example, that the, that the school's named after? Yeah, it, it's not some wealthy benefactor from Brown County, South Dakota, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pope Angelo Ron Colley uh, is who we're named after. And Pope St. John the 23rd, started- right? Correct, correct. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, Ron Colley started um, in 1964, the, the high school did, and we've had Catholic education in Aberdeen for, for probably 130 years or more since the parishes were established, and we are a right. mission of Sacred Heart and St. Mary's Parish uh, down here in Aberdeen. And um, like I said, our first, uh, the, the high school opened in 1964, and our first graduating class was in 1967. So, so we've been uh, doing Catholic education in Aberdeen for a long time. So it's, it is kind of interesting. I don't know if you know the history or not, but you know, usually they'd take, like, say, uh, the name um, St. John or Pope John Catholic schools, but they took his actual Surname, family name, yeah. Ron Colley. Do you, do you know the reason for that or what, why, why the choice was on that? I'm not exactly sure, but I know the, the name of the school, the official name of the school is Aberdeen Central Catholic School. So that, that's kind of interesting, um, but we are named after, uh, you know, Pope, Pope Ron Colley. Okay, and then sticking, sticking with the names, you're the Cavaliers, is that correct? That is correct. Okay, yes. so w- w- is there, how did you get your, your name there? Do you know any history on that kind of stuff? I, I love to hear just how people chose things and how our identity comes it's, about. It's but. interesting. I, I just read a little bit about it not too long ago, but even when I was in school here, I didn't know the exact answer, but the uh, the first group of students was involved in, in coming up with a Cavalier, nick, uh, Cavalier nickname, and we have an original school song, and um, it was just... Um, basically uh, chosen by a group of students, the first group of the student council. 
No, so so, and again, I just kind of want to promote your, your area a little bit there. So, I once had a famous vacation to Aberdeen, and it was my nieces and nephews when they're much little older than they are now. Oh, they they arranged the a surprise land. Yeah, they arranged okay. a su- surprise vacation for me, which included Storybook Land in Aberdeen and the Wilder Homefront the for uh, down in Dismet in Dismet. And uh, okay, but they didn't tell me any of the details, and I had to show up at. Jamestown. I met them at Jamestown. And they took me. They literally took me on this adventure. And I say it's one of the greatest vacations I ever had. I spent it in Storybook Land in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And oh, uh, yeah, no, I just I want to kind of promote your area a little bit. It was beautiful. It was glorious. I had one of the best times of my life down there in Aberdeen. So I I, I promote it to everybody. Go check out Storybook Land. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, it's really quite a place. We have. Uh, I, I guess you know when we're, we've grown up here and been here my whole life, you don't really appreciate it until you have people from the outside outside of the community they come in and and they go through it and and can can believe how nice it is and it's free for the most part everything is free unless you want to go on a couple other rides and that sort of thing. But yeah, you can spend hours out there and but just not enjoy enjoy being outside. So, but right. not all things are free in life, right? And like Catholic education, there's expenses. So, who who's responsible for like uh, I don't know raising funds and things to make sure that happens? Well, that's that's part of my office. That's what we do. But our our uh, our school is uh, the the revenue is really broken down into three three parts. We are very fortunate. Our parishes, St. Mary's and Sacred Heart, contribute oh about twenty five percent of our budget. Tuition makes up about another. Oh, you know, 30, 35, 40% of our budget, and the rest is fundraised, and that's what I do along with a group of people that we have a lot of volunteers, and there's two of us in my office, Jill Young and and myself, and we go out and we raise, oh, you know, close to $2 million every year to make okay. sure we can provide a Catholic education for those that choose that for their children. We're visiting with uh, Rick Klein, a development and marketing director for the Aberdeen Catholic School System, talking about uh, the various schools there. What kind of uh, what kind of enrollment do you guys currently have within the system? We're pretty close to 500 students in grades K through 12, and we've been uh, our over the last three years our enrollment has actually grown about 20 percent. So we uh, we take great pride in providing the education, trying to keep it as affordable as we can. And, um, you know, we, we do the best we can with what we have every day, and, and we're very fortunate. Uh, an interesting little fact, um, last year we had 20, I believe it was 26 graduates. That's one of the smallest classes we've had. But now our younger grades, we have about between 45 and 50 kids in each grade. But anyway, with the graduates, they earned... $1.2 million in scholarships last year for college wow. with just 26 kids. So, so Rick, just for the kind of our average listeners who might be out driving their car right now or in, in their tractor harvesting at this moment, and you, sure. know, you, you throw it on numbers like, you know, go out to raise $2 million for Catholic education. Just on kind of a practical level, what, what does that mean as a campaign director? Like, how, how do you do that? How do you, uh, you know, how do you go about, like, just raising $2 million for Catholic education. What, what does that look like, or what are the kind of the ins and outs of that? Well, a lot of it uh, comes from uh, different activities that we do. For example, we hold a ball uh, in, the, in the spring. We have golf tournaments. We have a Cavalier campaign where we go out and raise X amount of dollars over about a two-month period just to help with the uh, cost of you know, providing revenue for the, for the school. And we also have a foundation. Uh, we have a foundation director of Eastern South Dakota, um, David Vetch, and he does a wonderful job 
uh, soliciting the bigger donations and the and the um, endowments and that sort of thing. So we have a fund that comes from uh, from our foundation, and then uh, it's generosity of our our alumni. Uh, we have about 3,300 alumni throughout, scattered throughout the United States, and they're very generous to us. And um, you know, it's it's a never-ending battle, but it's worth the uh, it's worth the fight. That's for sure. That do, we go do, out. Do you find that the the product, in this case, Catholic education for Aberdeen, do, is, is it an easy one to market? Like, do people respond pre- like, "Yes, I want to invest in our children. I want to invest in in a, in their Catholic future." Do, is is it an easy one to market, or do you have to convince people? Uh, there's not a lot of convincing that needs to be done because, um, you know, when, when we have our parishioners see our kids in, the, in mass and they, they know what kind of product that we produce, uh, we're very fortunate. In Aberdeen, we have three school systems. We have the Aberdeen Public Schools, which is a very good school, and we have Aberdeen Christian, which is a non-denominational Christian school, and then we have our Catholic school. And we're very fortunate. People in Aberdeen can't go wrong. Whatever whatever avenue they choose for their children to be educated, um, we're very lucky. And we've been a part, like I said, of the community since 1964, and people know what we do and what we're all about. What was the initial, back in 1964, who, who was the, the initial movement saying, hey, we let's develop a Catholic education, it's important to... Who, what was the high the, school portion. Yeah, the high school portion. Who, who got behind that, or why was it a uh, thing that got off the ground? It was a group of uh, business people in town. The first thing they did is bought the land, and we, we sit on about, oh, I don't know, 30 acres or so up here, and um, they decided to build the school, and it was both the parishes um, uh, that got together and said, hey, let's do this, because at that time, each parish had their own school, St. Mary's School and Sacred Heart. that just went through the eighth grade, and then they liked what was happening, and they said, well, let's take this all the way through the high school, and that's what they did. And, you know, I'd like to give, if I'm not sure the history myself, but like you have credit for, were there any religious orders that have taught in your school system or been part of it in the history of it? The, the presentation sisters were very integral in starting the school. I believe we had 14 or 15 of the sisters that taught up here at one time, along with all of the local priests and the priests in the surrounding communities came in. When I went to school here, uh, we had priests from Bristol, from Northwestern or Millette, uh, priests from Leola, they would come down and teach the religion classes as well. Um, so unfortunately now we don't have any sisters that currently teach in our school system, K through 12. Uh, mm-hmm. But we do have uh, some of the priests come up here and spend, uh, spend time with our students throughout the week. The Presentation Sisters have a very um, uh, a sizable influence in the local uh, uh, Catholic community there as well. Well, we're going to step aside for just a moment. We're visiting with Rick Klein from the Aberdeen Catholic School System. And after we uh, return, we're going to be talking about some of the great events that are coming up in the near future, honoring some uh, alumni from Ron Colley High School. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi. 
This is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. The American Academy of Optometry recommends that all children receive eye exams every two years, beginning at six months old. As one of North Dakota's only fellowship certified pediatric optometrists, it is my mission to ensure that children are screened for preventable eye conditions like lazy eyes, cataracts, and eye turns. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for children and adults, and you don't need vision insurance to book an appointment. You can schedule your appointment online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. Umary.edu. That's umary.edu. As Catholic people, we recognize our lives are gifts from God. Blessings received are a result of God's grace and goodness. Our Lord entrusts us to be good stewards of His many gifts. We are called to conduct lives that honor Him and bear witness to our faith in Jesus Christ. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio. As we begin a new year, let's reflect a moment on stewardship. Your life should provide an example to others in the way you live your faith, the way you manage your possessions, and the way you plan your estate and personal affairs. You have spent a lifetime acquiring your assets and living your faith. Fortunately, we can provide you with an estate planning guide that allows you to put all of your important information in one place and enable you to document your intentions. To request an estate planning guide, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Father James Gross joined by Father Jason Leffer, priests of the Diocese of Fargo in the Grand Forks studio. Uh, before we return to our interview, I just want to say a personal word of thanks to the many listeners who contributed during last week's uh, fall live drive. Father Leffer and I were privileged to be able to play a small part in that uh, but exactly one week ago uh, today here. You know what, I, I want, Father Gross, really quick, I just want to share yeah. how... You know, you and I, we like to have fun in the air right. and go back and forth. And you like the, I always tease you about geography because you know everything. And what were the names of the two towns of South Dakota? Well, there was Montrose, South Dakota, where a donor was from. And I was trying to give a reference to it. It was uh, um, west of Sioux Falls and just south of Madison. And so and it just so happened, I want to share this with all the listeners. Uh, a woman got a hold of me and she said that she was sitting there trying to figure out if she was going to give or not kind of a thing. And, and she had recently lost her husband. And it turns out that... They're from that area that I think, if I, I might have a story, a little mixed up, but either they got married in Montrose at the church, or that's where the family went to worship, and the other town's name, nobody would have known of it, and it was like, God spoke to her directly and comforted her, and she knew that, she, anyway, she felt this incredible moment just healing with her and her husband who had recently died or whatever, and she contributed. So it, it's interesting, Father Gross and I, we get, we get to be used as instruments of God's grace even when we think we're just being silly. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. never knows just how that's going to unfold. And if you 
happen to miss that opportunity, you can always make a secure online donation at realpresenceradio.com. And we appreciate all of the support that we receive. Well, we're visiting with Rick Klein from the Aberdeen Catholic School System. And uh, one of the main reasons why we asked you to join us, Rick, is because of the um, Hall of Fame that you guys have there and um, an upcoming induction ceremony. So tell us a little bit about that and the background of your Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, Our Hall of Fame started in about 1997. And we have a nice banquet, and we go through and we honor... Uh, I, when I started here five years ago, we, 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 um, when it first started, we didn't have any categories. It was just all the people that uh, were important in starting Catholic education in Aberdeen and, and have helped throughout the years to um, you know, make it affordable and make it a viable option. So when I started five years ago, we broke it down into five categories. And our five categories for the Hall of Fame, and then each year we put in one person or a group of people into each one of those categories. And our five are arts and academics, um, athletics, uh, benefactors and founders, um, employees, and volunteer service. The volunteers play a very important role in our school, and they have since the beginning. And so we thought we'd honor those people as well. And this year we're very fortunate uh, to have five inductees that have all been very, very important in the history of our, of our school. Wonderful. And um, so do you have, uh, are there uh, homecoming events that are associated with this time, or is that something that is done differently from uh, the Hall of Fame induction there at your school? We've done it a little bit differently. Our hall, our, our um, um, homecoming activities were actually two weeks ago. So we usually have it about the same time every year, and, and this year it's October 7th. It's a Saturday, and we have a uh, social hour starts at 5.30, and then um, dinner starts at about 6.45, and then the induction ceremony happens after that. But uh, our inductees this year, um, our arts and academic uh, inductee is Dr. Ryan Linger. He was from the class of 1999, and it's interesting. Um, he was a cross-country runner and did all those sorts of things. And um, he is now a, a physician in New York, and he's actually the um, team physician. He's an orthopedic surgeon for the New York Rangers. So every once in a while, if you ever watch any hockey, and I know hockey is huge up in Grand Forks. It um, is indeed. And if you watch the Rangers, you will see him. Um, so he's, he's very active. Uh, um, I, I did not know him when he was going to school here. I was kind of... Um, out of the Ron Collie scene. I was still in Aberdeen, but I didn't have direct connection with those uh, alums at the time. But uh, mm-hmm. since then, I've gotten to know him, and he's, he's very good to our school. And, and uh, so he is our, ac- uh, our arts and academic person. And then our athlete this year is Doug Coughlin. And Doug graduated in 1988, and he was our first high school All-American football player. And then he also holds a record in track and field for throwing the discus. So very he's a good. retired highway patrolman. So um, while he was out and about, and actually I graduated with his sister, so it's, it's going to be a, uh, a really neat deal for the Coughlin family to be honored. And incidentally, his mom and dad are also in the Hall of Fame uh, as volunteers from a few years ago. Nice. And then our employee and founders uh, category this year goes to Tim and Amy Kessler from the Kessler's Grocery Store. They have been, uh, it's interesting, this morning I was talking uh, with uh, another person in our office, and we have a deal called Dollars for Scholars. 
And mm-hmm. when you shop locally at two of our grocery stores here in town, locally owned grocery stores, they return, you, you turn in your, your receipts, so when you go to the grocery store and you buy something, you turn it in and they re- return a certain percent of all the money that we spend in the grocery stores, they sure. return to Ron Colley. So that's kind of kind of a neat deal, and they've been doing that for over 25 years. Okay. And then our longtime employee um, is recently retired, uh, Cheryl Kruger Kolb, and she graduated in 1978, and she was a longtime um, uh, elementary school teacher for us, and she's touched the lives of oh thousands of little kids that have gone through Ron Colley. So we're excited to honor her. And then our volunteer service award goes to Scott and Rhonda Dell. And Rhonda was a member of the 1980 class, and they uh, anytime there's an activity that goes around, we're always looking for people to help serve the meal or do this sort of thing. And and we make one phone call, and Rhonda takes care of it. And then Scott, he's retired, and and you'll see him around the school. Uh, he's our lawnmower, so he gets on his lawnmower. Looks like Forrest Gump, and he just rides for hours mowing the lawn. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's one of, it's one of the greatest ways to uh, actually enter into deep prayer meditation is to either get on a lawnmower or a tractor and just go from sun up to sundown and just go <laughs> go around those fields. That, yes, so, yes, Rick, is there is there a, pro- a process, or how, how do people nominate, or how, how do you actually get into the Hall of Fame, or how does, what kind of process do you go through to get to this point where you're about to honor them? Yeah, we have, a, we have a nomination process that goes on. For, it's, it's open for oh, six or seven months, and then I get my committee together, and we go through, and we go through all the nominations. Now, just because um, you may be nominated this year and it, it doesn't go in your favor, so to speak, to be in this particular class, we keep those names from year to year, and we review them. So once you're nominated, um, you'll continue to be nominated either um, until you tell us that you don't want to be or that you actually get into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also, um, well, first of all, I wanted to just commend you guys for the the systematic way that you put it together, rather than seemingly picking people at random or whatever. You have those uh, pillars or those uh, areas in which you honor the various uh, Hall of Fame inductees. I think that's a great idea. Um, there's also an all-school reunion coming up, from what I hear. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and what sort of events will be uh, taking place there. Yeah, that'll be next summer. It's the last weekend in July. I believe it's the 27th and 28th of July. And uh, the 60th 20- anniversary of the founding of the high school, I presume. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And, and what we're going to do there is going to be a, a Friday-Saturday deal. So we're going to actually move the Hall of Fame banquet to that Friday night. Mm-hmm. And we will have, oh, I don't know, there'll probably be three, 400 people that will come to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And then on Saturday, we'll do the old, uh, you know, we'll tour the school. And then we're going to have mass at four o'clock, um, and then at five or five thirty, it'll switch over. Uh, we'll go into a different part of the school, and we'll have a meal, and we'll have a dance and social hour and that sort of thing for people to get together and and talk about the good old days of, of Ron Colley. And it, one of the really neat parts of my job is I get to do the tours and stuff for the class reunions. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we always schedule them for an hour, but. It takes more like two hours because you get to one little one little part of the building and and people will talk for fifteen twenty minutes about right. this or that and it, it's, sister it's so and so taught in this room and <laughs> exactly like that. you yeah. remember when yeah <laughs> and, and for the most part uh, fortunately for me being around here all these years I know almost everybody that comes through sure um, and you know where has anybody heard from so and so well I know that they live in Fargo or they live in Sioux Falls or they live wherever and. And this is the last I've heard from them. So it's it's pretty uh, 
it's a pretty good gig for me. I, uh, yeah, you know, if 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 we didn't like what we do, the superintendent and myself, we wouldn't come in at six o'clock in the morning every day. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where right. you know it's not an eight to five job. We come in and get our work done early, and then throughout the day, I get to visit with people on the radio or or this afternoon, uh, or actually in a little bit here, I'm going. We have grandparents' day down at the uh, primary school, so I get to go to mass with my granddaughter, and oh. then this afternoon we're going out to visit with a couple of donors up in the the Hecla area, which is mm-hmm. not too far away. Well, that sounds wonderful, and definitely you have um, uh, an inside track of a lot of uh, information as a, a lifelong uh, Aberdeenian or whatever the uh, the phrase might be. You know, somebody who you know knows a lot of these um, foundational families and can kind of keep track of the of the census. So, um, yeah, talk a little bit about you know how helpful it is you know to be able to keep records updated and keep track of of alumni. Uh, with your position, that is one of the biggest challenges that we have is keeping our database up to uh, up to speed, so to speak. You know, we we send out mailings and we do these different things, and um, a lot of times, you know, oh, so and so doesn't live here anymore, so and so doesn't do that. But um, when that happens, either I can find a mom and dad, or I can find a brother and sister. I can find somebody that can put us in the right uh, put us in, right. in contact with the right people so. yeah i can clarify things for you very mm-hmm. good well rick klein thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us and to tell us about your wonderful school system and uh on behalf of father leffer congratulations to the newest inductees there at the hall of fame uh, for ron collie high school well thank you fathers i enjoy visiting with you you call back anytime fantastic thanks so much you bet Lisa, Take care. you bet um, the, these great, uh, these great Catholic school systems. You know, there's a lot of uh, wonderful things happening in the local uh, environments, and it's a real privilege for us to be able to shine a light on those. It's always inspiring to hear the stories behind the events and what's going on, and everything that, that is necessary for it to be so successful. So, yeah, you, you could tell that if you were around Rick there, that he's he loves what he's doing. And yes, yes, it's a labor of love. It's absolutely, not just a career. Absolutely fantastic. Well, we're going to step aside for a moment. When we come back, we're going to step back onto the literary lane with our friends Nancy and Father Slattery and uh, you'll see what we have to talk about in that segment when we come back. This is Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 